G'day, Jesse. How's things? Good. Joining us to solve the world's problems, and I'm so excited about your topic today. Tell me about your new hobby. Right. Well, look, there's, you know, it seems we're solving the world's problems, and sometimes we stray a little bit away from uh, what we should be doing, but I'm, I'm really uh, going to hit it today. Yeah, yeah. It, it, we fuss about a lot of things, but really there's only three <laughs> things we should be really worried about. Yeah. First things ourselves. You know, you look at Gaza, Ukraine, South China Sea, and nukes. But look, Jesse, that's out of our pay scale. We can't yeah, do that one. That's right. Viruses. Remember, I offered myself and a few fellow cockies to do a fast mass vaccination. You just laughed and mocked me. <laughs> so I've forgotten about that. And, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's come and gone. And the third thing that we should really be concerned about is meteorites. And you just need to ask the dinosaurs about that threat. Wow. Okay. And, and you reckon you can help with meteorites? Maybe. Did you Did you see that great movie? Don't look up. Um, no, I got I got the gist though. Got, great idea. It was so good. It was, it was American ap- apocalyptic political satire, black comedy. It had Jennifer Lawrence and DiCaprio, Blanchett, Streep, so they were all in there. And it was basically these scientists trying to warn everyone about a comet that was going to destroy the Earth. And the Trumpian president at the time, which was Meryl Streep, just keeps chanting, don't look up, don't look up. <laughs> so, no one would look up in this thing. You could see it in the sky. You know, it was definitely going to get us, but... Uh, it was a bit of an allegory, you know, yeah. of, uh, yeah, climate change. Climate change. It was change. very funny. Anyway, yeah. but I, what I'm saying, I'm saying do look up. And particularly those of us out here, and, and you know, who are privileged to live out here in, in rural New Zealand, we've got terrific dark skies. It's just wonderful. I've, mm. I've been an amateur astronomer for, for most of my life, and I'm always looking up. So I'm encouraging us to keep looking up. And yeah. I was looking up one night a couple of months ago, and I saw, so you, you know, what a, what, what's the proper name for a shooting star, do you see? Um, is it a meteorite? It's a meteor. A meteorite oh, yeah. is, is is one that actually hits the ground. That's oh. a piece of, piece of rock that hits the ground, a meteorite. Great fact. Yep. So a meteor is a shooting star. Uh, and when they're big ones, when they, they, when they come in big and they, they get low enough and blow up, that's called a fireball. And when they sort of blow up, the fragments then are not going so fast that they don't burn up and they land on the, on the ground to become uh, picked up, hopefully, and become a meteorite. So okay. I was outside a couple of months ago looking, looking up at the stars, and I saw a small fireball, and I got very excited. I've seen a couple of really good ones in my, in my time. Does it look different from a shooting star? Yeah, it's, yeah, come, it's much bigger. Yeah, it might have some colour. Uh, it's, it's big coming in, and then it sort of explodes like a big fireworks oh, and cool. disappears. Yeah. yeah. So they're fireballs, and I'd heard just only just a day or two before that you could you could report them. Um, so I went online, did a Google up. I found this great website, Fireballs NZ. <laughs> yeah. And it said report your it report your fireball because what they're trying to do is get lots of lots of sightings from different people so they can triangulate. And you had to say what direction you saw, what height was it coming in, what did it have a colour, did you hear a sonic boom, all of that stuff. And, you know, and if a bunch of other people report to them all around the country, they can triangulate, and if it's a real big one, they can um, then have a decent chance of looking for what would be meteorite. We've only only found nine in this country, and only one has been observed to fall, and then the person, you know, went back, you know, 100 years ago, went and actually found it. Uh, there was one, this might sound familiar to you, there was one, it's called the Ellerslie or Auckland meteorite, and this couple heard a hell of a bang, and they went into the into their lounge, and there was a hole in their roof, and under their television was a stone. And no. a meteorite had come through their roof, hit the couch, went, bounced up and hit the roof, and then landed on the floor and rolled under their telly. Gosh. But no one saw that. 
around Auckland. No one saw it come in. But anyway, that was our ninth meteorite. <laughs> so the whole point is to try and find meteorites. And we'll get to the camera thing in a minute. Um, because if you can find them when they're freshly fallen and, and not one that's been lying on the ground for hundreds or thousands of years or in a river or something, you can learn a lot about the early, you know, the formation of the solar system four and a half billion years ago. Mm. It, hasn't, it hasn't had water. It's basically the formation of the solar system and it's been in a very big deep freeze all that time until it, it's, it lands on the ground and picked up within a day or two. Fascinating. Really, so, really cool. What would it be made of, do you think? Uh, they can either be made of stone or, or, or um, iron, you know, metals. So oh, yeah. they come in two types. Okay. It's don't not going to make you rich. Me, yeah, no, you, they can make you rich. Can they? People, yeah, yeah. I mean, but we want them for science, Jesse. We don't want people well, profiting from this. Speak for yourself. Yeah, okay. This is, and Tell- people do, people do um, go hunting for them, you know, to, to sell and make lots of money. But anyway, also on Fireballs New Zealand, I spot, uh, haven't reported my, my little, my, um, Fireball, I saw you could buy a meteorite camera, a meteor yeah. camera, sorry. And I thought, I'll have one of those. And when it arrived a few days later, <laughs> Jane said, what's that on the side of the house? <laughs> That's our new meteor camera. Well, it's not staying there. <laughs> it looks ugly. It doesn't look ugly. No, it doesn't look ugly. I'm looking at one now on the Fireballs NZ yeah. website. It's a thing of great beauty. She got a bit more pissed off when about a month later I bought a second one and aimed it south because my first one aims west. So we've got two of them now. And they sit there all night, clocking, just clocking meteors and waiting for the big fireballs. I got a small fireball the other day, which was very cool. And, and so I'm part of a network, not just New Zealand, but it's a global one. It's really growing fast. And there's another website you can go to called Meteor Map, and maybe your producer will put the links up on, on, on your site. Maybe. And that, that shows all these cameras all over, particularly around Europe and a few in North America and, and a few in Australia and a bunch here in New Zealand. And if we just talk about the New Zealand ones, we get building this network, well, not me, I'm, I'm a Johnny-come-lately, and you, you could talk to James, whose idea this was, but uh, building this network, and if if you've got two or three cameras see one of these big fireballs coming, and then you can triangulate, and they can work out to within a few square kilometres, maybe smaller, where stones may have fallen. Mm. And, and you know that there's a good chance of the stones falling, because the, the little... Meteor or fireball, I, I, my camera recorded the other day, didn't get low enough and only got to about 60 kilometres. And they need to get down to about 20 or 30 kilometres above the earth and be quite big on the way coming in uh, to survive, to land on the ground. So they can triangulate them and work out pretty well where to go and look uh, rather than just chance findings. Sorry, Steve, I've got someone talking in my ear. Um, oh, okay. Tell I'm me. For a, a, an insightful question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, we've got a new system here, so I can only hear you or my producer at one time. It's great. Um, so you're encouraging people to go and get a camera. It's about 500, eh, to yeah, uh, get a camera? Bucks. Yeah, for, and these And in these tough times, that's not an insignificant amount of money, which my wife was able to remind me because we're meant to be looking after our pennies as well. Uh, but there's a big, there's a big, we're going to go through the, through a, uh, the debris of a comet. Uh, I think it's about the 12th of December. I might have that date not quite right. Um, and they're really wanting to get these cameras up and to record this event because they're expecting it to be a decent meteorite storm or meteor storm and fireballs and all sorts. What's going to be gutting, Jesse, is as if it's cloudy. And my, <laughs> my camera mm. can't see anything. Yeah. Can it this tell whether it's a clear night or a cloudy night? It just it just records all night. You know, once once it gets dark, it starts recording. It's got a thing called a Raspberry Pi. It's I'd never heard of these, but all the uncles know what they are. They're just a small computer, 
and it's just running all night, capturing all these images, sorting out all these heap of satellites. When you have a look at the video, this guy's rotten with satellites and, and these shooting stars, these meteors, all night. And it's just looking for these big ones and also and then with a, hooking up with a network with other, two or three other cameras that also record them. And, and I guess yeah, you we, get the fun of going through the footage and, and you'd be able to skip ahead to the good stuff happening, would you? This becomes the obsession, Jesse. Every morning now, I bounce out of bed. I don't huh. rush off out farming. I rush off to my PC <laughs> and I crank it up. Oh, and then cool. I, I go through the video of, of, of what my two cameras have recorded the previous night. Fortunately, it, it's a condensed to about two or three minute video. Hmm. So I'm not sitting there for seven hours watching it. Yeah. And, and I look at all the, 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 the meteor captures I've got and, and the individual slides. I mean, it's an amazing piece of software. Don't ask me how it works. And, I love it. Yeah, and then I have a look at what other people's cameras have captured, and honestly, I'm sitting there drinking a cup of, co- cup of coffee, and it's sort of the first well, half an hour to an hour of my day. Yeah, you are officially retired now. That's uh, there's worse ways to spend your retirement, Steve. Thank well, you I'm for your heads up. I'm still I'm, I'm on the farm today. I'm still I'm still knocking around, but it's true. I don't turn up to work at eight. It's usually nine because I've been looking at bloody pictures of meteors. Fireballs.nz. Thank you, sir. I'm sure you'll inspire lots of people listening today. Yeah, no, it's uh, really fun. And even if you just go and have a look at it, if you're not uh, getting involved in the network. Good stuff. Thank you. Thank Steve Wynn-Harris, solving the world's problems and talking to us about the uh, meteorite cameras, fireball cameras.